We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, hello, friends. It's uh, Bowerly here, News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, apparently in Cheektowaga, there's some kind of a, a government squabble uh, Brian Polarski is a council member in the town of Cheektowaga and, uh, what, 50 minutes ago was posted to the concerns of the town of Cheektowaga taxpayers. Uh, this is from council member Brian Polarski, town of Cheektowaga, which was heavily hit, by the way. As of right now, we do not have a single piece of highway equipment on the roads. We only have our private contractors out there. Cheektowaga supervisor Diane Bechkowski said something to the highway department that caused them to go home. I'm hearing two different stories, and I wasn't there for it. This is absolutely unacceptable and makes no sense when we still have streets that look like this. And there's a picture above. The rest of the board is working on getting them back on the streets, ASAP. A couple council members have asked the supervisor of Chictawaga for an emergency Zoom meeting, and we have not received a response back. Of course, response back is a redundancy. I understand. I didn't write it. Brian Polarski, uh, Cheektowaga council member, in a post on the concerns of the town of Cheektowaga taxpayers' site. So earlier today, we had uh, Mark Polencars going after the mayor of Buffalo, Byron Brown. Byron Brown, um, if it was a fencing match, uh, Polencars uh, would be singing soprano. And uh, now we've got uh, some shenanigans uh, in the town of Cheektowaga. Did this? What did the supervisor say to the highway department? Did she say anything? If if you've got the scoop, uh, let me know. Tom at wben.com. Um, it, it must have been. I mean, why would all of the highway workers in the town of Chictawaga go home? Something must have been said to set them off because these are people who've been busting their humps. So what was said? I'll uh, probe around some of my sources and see what I can come up with. Um, hmm. Back to the calls on WBEN. Here is Frank in Orchard Park. Frank, thanks for holding, and you're on Bowerly. Hello. Come in. You're going to come in. Frank. Hey, Tom, thank you very much for everything you've done. Of course. So far with everything and all. I want to put a uh, shout-out to all your uh, compadres there at WBEN. Thank you. Well, we, we all appreciate it. Pasquale Maggiore is coming up at 7 o'clock after Tom Puckett tonight. Live local talk. We um, basically what I wanted to uh, put out there is from uh, from Hawaii, where we live for almost uh, going on uh, four years, we we had alerts that came on our phone and we would get them in like text message. We would get them in email and also phone call and sometimes in all three. Um, I thought that was the best thing going. Obviously, Hawaii's got, you got to worry about uh, lava flow, <laughs> the volcano, and the eruption, um, tsunamis, hurricanes, and just weather, flash flooding. We had flash flooding quite a bit. Um, obviously, what we had the other day was similar in, in the way that we had hurricane force winds for a prolonged period. But 
I just uh, when I was on hold, I listened and uh, Golombic said something about that there is an app that they have out that they're trying to push. That's the first I've heard of it. Number one. No, they, they've they've no, had they've had news conferences about it, uh, but it, it's like anything else. Uh, news conferences people don't pay attention to. <laughs> well, I I normally try to, but I I must have missed it. I didn't realize that there was an app out there, but. Uh, you know, that's something... Uh, well, if we're talking about the same app, I mean, are you talking about reverse calling system that nobody signed up for? I, it must be. Yeah, I, I believe that's what I, that's, that's what I heard the council member talking about earlier, that there is an app, but very few people signed up for it. Or wor- words to, to that effect. Exactly. But, I mean, what, what you're getting at, what you're getting at is kind of a, a, a an adaptation and mutation of what one of our callers said the other day, that a reverse 911 system would have been great. And I suggested even the emergency alert on people's cell phones uh, might have been helpful, but it only would have been helpful if they had closed the county and the city at 6 a.m. Um, because if you were on the roads after... 10 o'clock in the morning or so, it was going to be a tough go for you. I, I agree 100% with you. Absolutely. You're, you made you made that right. We need uh, leaders, not politicians. How likely you think that's going to be? That could be forever. Well, see, that's what I said yesterday starting off the show, that we need leaders. And of the three people who have been most prominent at the news conference, uh, the, the politicians, that is, Byron Brown has been the adult in the room. I mean, he I has agree. been the adult. Sheriff Garcia, again, friend of mine, he has been an adult in the room. Um, there have been a few of the public officials who have been very, very good. But, I mean, what do you make of the situation in Chictawaga where allegedly the supervisor said something to the highway department that was so insulting they all went home? That's, I can't believe that that would even happen. I, 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 want, I want the juice on that. I want the info. Need the info. Absolutely. Throw me a bone. Uh, so what would you rather have, lava flow incinerating you alive or a blizzard and freezing i, I think the lava flow goes quick <laughs> it's, it's poof and you're gone in uh, seconds no 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 i mean it's i mean nobody knows how the world is going to end right fire or ice but uh i i mean the the blizzard is a manageable thing but in, in all seriousness I don't know how you feel about this, but I do believe our death toll was higher this year because Friday morning started out at 40 degrees, whereas in January of 77, before the blizzard, we had single-degree high temperatures. I think people were better dressed in 1977 than in 2022 for these kinds of elements. Oh, no no doubt. I think that uh, one of the things is, I mean, it didn't look good, but back then we had the one-piece suit that, you know, you you put on and it was great for snow blowing or snow shoveling, whatever you weren't going to, you know, it'd be difficult though, in that kind of wind and that kind of cold. I mean, it's minus 34 degrees. You need some sort of shelter and, and not a car. <laughs> very interesting. All right. Thank you uh, very much. I appreciate hearing from you, Frank. And uh, there's somebody who moved from Hawaii to New York, which tells me that Frank really enjoys high taxes. 
<laughs> Thank you, Frank. I uh, appreciate hearing from you. Uh, or that Frank has money coming out of his uh, rear end. Uh, back to the calls, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Hawaii, also very deeply blue. Uh, Julie in Chittawaga. Julie, you are on. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Uh, wonderfully, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, okay, well, first I want to start with, you know, deepest sympathies for everything going on right now deepest um but the reason i'm calling is i went by ecc north today and um uh all the cars had dead batteries as as far as i could see oh i can't hear well no if if you went by ecc north how you were just driving by going down whirly and it was on my left, so the, all the cars are towards the Whirly side. Those are the cars that got towed. But uh, why just, Why are you saying that they had dead batteries? Did you see people trying they, to jump them? or Everybody had hoods up, uh, nose to nose, pretty clearly jumping batteries. So I just wanted to give a heads up to anybody getting their cars towed, um, or then they got their cars towed and they have to pick them up, to bring a portable battery or make sure your ride stays. Because it seemed like there was a lot of dead batteries. Um, that does not surprise me. I mean, that's that's new right. information to me. I mean, ECC, uh, a lot of people play badminton at the gym at ECC uh, during the week with uh, Rally, Niagara, badminton, and right. uh, they're not able to get their workouts in. Of course, that gym is either super hot or super cold. I can't figure it out. But <laughs> anyway, well, that that's so uh, if, if your car is parked uh, around ECC North, you may have a dead battery. Well, that's interesting. Right. It, it looked like there was, like, at least, I would say – Four to five, so I guess ten cars, uh, but four to five different jumpings. And I just, I just drove by down Whirly, um, so it just seemed like uh, that might be an issue in case someone didn't think about that, to have your ride stay or bring a portable battery, and if you have an Uber, to have the Uber stay because you might need a jump. Oh, always, always, always uh, make your ride stay until you are in the clear, whether you're dropped off at a hospital at 5.30 in the morning for surgery or, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to make sure you don't want to be stranded outside. Um, Thanks very much. Thanks very much, Julie. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. So um, anyway, I have a a friend in the restaurant industry who is very hooked into uh, Chictawaga. Um, If I... Gave you his name, you would know who the restaurant guy is. But, uh, see, I know a lot of people in the restaurant industry, so that kind of covers a lot of people. But apparently, the supervisor in Chictawaga allegedly criticized a boss who is running the show and doing a great job, while the supervisor's appointed people were MIA. So the boss at Chictawaga Highway said, okay, you run it then. And they all went home. Oh, and I'll repeat the uh, Facebook post. And thank you, Mr. Restaurant Guy, for that information. I will um, <laughs> I will uh, repeat the uh, post on the concerns of the Town of Chictawaga Taxpayers Facebook page, uh, which I have shared to the Bowerly and WBEN Facebook page. But you got to understand, man, people have been working since Friday morning, and it is now Wednesday. And... You have to cut people some slack. And that's why I tell you, be nice to each other out there on the roads. Be, be nice to each other because we are all we have, each other, okay? And you really find out who is put together and who isn't in times of uh, crisis and stress. 
Byron Brown, of course, a calm, cool, and collected presence at the helm of the city. And uh, this post on the concerns of the Chicktawaga taxpayers page by Brian Polarski an hour ago, member of the uh, town board in Chicktawaga. Very interesting. As of right now, we do not have a single piece of highway equipment on the roads. We only have our private contractors out there. Chicktawaga Supervisor Diane Benchkowski said something to the highway department that caused them to go home. I'm hearing two different stories, and I wasn't there for it. This is absolutely unacceptable and makes no sense when we still have streets that look like this. The rest of the board is working on getting them back on the streets ASAP. A couple council members have asked the supervisor for an emergency Zoom meeting, and we have not received a response. Brian Pilarski on the concerns of the town of Chictawaga taxpayers page. And uh, allegedly... And I wasn't there, so I don't know this to be a fact. And there are two different stories going around. But allegedly, the supervisor allegedly said something to one of the bosses at the highway department, which caused um, some anger with the boss at the highway department, who then said, okay, run it yourself, and went home, and apparently the troops went with him. Um, so that is one of the stories. There's always another side. I'm just telling you what I hear from people whose information is proven reliable in the past and people at whose house I may have partied once or twice. Let's go to uh, Dan in a uh, on a cell phone. Dan, you're on WBEN. Hello. Yes, Tom. Uh, I was talking with your call screener. Uh, why don't they have the subcontractors in place prior to the storm starting instead of bringing them in after they realize it's a catastrophe? That's a fair question, because the National Weather Service issued a very early blizzard warning. When we saw that, when you heard blizzard warning, uh, what, middle to very late last week, but well before Friday hit, what did you think when you heard blizzard warning for Friday? Life-threatening conditions, impossible travel. Weather Service said this. I, I had all my equipment in place days ahead of time. I had my generator in place full of gas with an additional five-gallon gas can ready. I had my snow removal equipment ready to go. There are very large subcontractors uh, in western New York that, that do an amazing job rebuilding the throughway, rebuilding bridges, etc. And their equipment sits idle all winter. They should be assigned so many square miles, each of them, and put your equipment and manpower in place prior to the storm. I recall going to Washington, D.C. years ago, and every two miles in each direction, there was a plow sitting on the side of the road with a man in it. And I asked the people at the hotel, why are all these plows? Well, we're forecasted to get two inches of snow, and we need to be ready. Well, so two inches down. Forecast to get five feet of snow. Why aren't these guys sitting in the trucks idling, ready to go? Well, unfortunately, as you will recall, Dan, the at one point uh, the plows were taken off the roads because it was hazardous to have the drivers out because they could not see. 
I mean, oh, and, and, and and you know what? That that makes perfect sense because we were here at the radio station. We couldn't see. We couldn't see the building across from us. We could see at points uh, maybe ten feet out from the window. That was it. And we were, of course, blocked by a building, so we we weren't in a the cab of a plow. Um, I I like your idea. I would suggest that you. Uh, uh, send letters to the mayor's office, maybe the county executive's office, since he wants to be the snow czar. And uh, I'm not sure who the heat miser is, but thank you very much, Dan. I appreciate the call. Okay, thank you. You know, at first uh, he said he saw guys in plows stationed every two miles, and the really weird thing was it was August, but I don't think that was the case. 27 minutes after 5 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It's Bowerly News coming up with Tom Puckett. Buffalo's Evening News with Tom Puckett from five, from 6 until 7. Pasquale Maggiore at 7 o'clock with live local talk on News Radio 930 WBEN. And that's something about which Josh Schmidt is very, very, very happy. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, it's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Wow, so the day starts off with Mark Poland cars uh, laying a roundhouse into Mayor Brown, who parried the blow and proceeded verbally to uh, emasculate the county executive and make him seem petty and unhinged. The brilliant uh, counter by the mayor of Buffalo, Byron Brown. Then we have the situation in Cheektowaga, some kind of a squabble between the supervisor and the highway department, and reportedly the highway department guys all went home. Um and again, uh, I, there's one side of the story that I've got, and there's always two sides of the story. I made that very clear in the post. The council member who made the original post, uh, Polarski, um, 
uh, do, do, do. He did not post it on my page. I use the share feature on Facebook to share it to my page. There is no sunny feature on Old, stupid thing to say. Sonny and Cher would be the reference I was going for. Yeah, thank you. Uh, anyway, like that time I went skiing with... No, no never mind. Uh, all right, it is... Uh, <clears throat> sometimes I break into arbitrary family guy-like cutaways. I hope you'll forgive me. Uh, then, then there's this that, that just came in. Uh, this is from the 1791 Society's page. Brian Culpa. Now, he's the um, former mayor of Williamsville and current Amherst Town Supervisor. Brian Culpa leaves Blizzard planning Zoom meeting in a huff. Here's a story you won't read or hear about anywhere else. Oh, Frank, I beg to differ because I'm reading it right now. There was a Zoom meeting today with about 45 public officials attending online. The meeting was moderated by Erie County Executive Mark Polencars. One of the items discussed was the large number of storm-related abandoned vehicles stored at the ECC North Campus in Amherst. Polencars stated that owners could pick up their vehicles as long as they had the keys for them and take them from the storage lot. He also stated that there would be no charge to the public for the towing as people were forced to abandon their vehicles. This did not sit well with Amherst Supervisor Brian Culpa, who strongly objected. Culpa stated that he did not want to release the vehicles to their owners because they, Amherst, needed more time. Culpa said that many vehicles had damage and they needed to be photographed. He said that Amherst could not handle the number of people looking to get their cars back. There are an estimated 150 to 200 vehicles involved. Poland cars replied, ECC was county-owned property, and he was ordering that the owners be allowed to recover their vehicles immediately and dismissed Culpa's objections. Culpa became so annoyed, he clicked off the Zoom meeting because he didn't get his way. It is well known that Culpa wants to be the next Erie County executive. That is a post from the 1791 Society Facebook page. So we've got polling cars in brown. We've got something brewing between the supervisor and the highway department in Chictawaga, and then we have the Amherst supervisor leaving a Zoom meeting in a huff uh, when he did not get his way. Uh, by the way, uh, I happen to agree with this one um, with Mark Polencars. Uh, yeah, I agree with Mark Polencars on this one because people should be able to get their cars back ASAP. And on the county's towed vehicle page, it does tell people that you might have a dead battery and your car may be damaged. But quite frankly, car damage versus freezing to death in a car, I'm going to take car damage every time, okay? Um, I don't know how your insurance company is going to handle it. I don't know what your deductible is or what the insurance uh, coverage is on a vehicle that may have been damaged uh, by being removed from snow. Don't know how you go about proving that, but... The important thing, property can be repair, uh, repaired. Property can be replaced. Human life cannot be. You got out of your car and presumably were taken somewhere warm and safe. That was your Christmas miracle. You survived. There are a lot of collision shops around here. The only thing I will say is that getting parts in for your vehicle is not as easy as it used to be. And there are a lot of any collision shop owner, you know, talk to them because they'll tell you they've got some cars in their lot that have been there for over a month waiting for parts to come in. I, I told you about the uh, the Rover people I know who got rear ended and their parts aren't going to come in until February. 
February. I forget whether it's a Land Rover or a Range Rover. I, I don't recall. I'm not good with that whole Rover uh, series of vehicles. Anyway, uh, it is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, your thoughts on anything I have just said? Just remind me what I just said. Uh, but y- your thoughts on uh, what I've just said, as well as uh, the the storm. I don't know how many of you are still in need of some kind of assistance. Uh, we had some calls earlier today. Um, one of the callers may, underline may, and I'm not going to identify this person, may be a chronic complainer, the kind of person who complains if the rain hits his grass. I- I'm just saying. Um, but it is it is what it is. I can only take the calls as I get them. I do like the expression, would complain if the rain fell on his grass very much. And I fully plan on incorporating that into my lexicon and claiming it as my own. 803-0930, me, Steele? Never. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. The phone numbers. We continue our continuing coverage of the aftermath of the blizzard of 22. And mentioned this earlier, but I'm very concerned um, about the people, the, the welfare checks that are being done and how many of those people may have expired from carbon monoxide poisoning and how many people may be inside homes that literally froze to death because they didn't have any heat and no electricity, because, as Dr. James Harris told us during the peak of the storm, that if you're a senior citizen with not enough clothing and little nutrition, not the proper nutrition, rather, 58 to 60 degrees becomes dangerous for you. Yeah, 58 to 60 degrees. So God knows, and I, I hope this is not correct, but God knows how many seniors froze to death in their own homes. They had shelter, but no heat. And I, I I cringe, absolutely cringe, to think about the year 2030 and thereafter when New York State mandates all electric furnaces, all electric everything. First of all, the electric grid cannot handle that. Secondly, it's going to be ridiculously expensive for you. Thirdly, how many of you survived because of your natural gas appliance, your natural gas fireplace? A lot of you did. I know the answer to that question when I asked it. A lot of you did. And by the way, they're also going after wood-burning stoves and fireplaces because the people who run this state live in New York City. They wouldn't know a wood-burning fireplace from John Denver's blonde hair, okay? They just wouldn't know it. I was going to say something else, but I caught myself. All right, uh, Josh, let's get these people lined up. Uh, No point in spending a lot of time on one person who's just calling in to bitch. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Full board of calls, just waiting for them to get uh, the okay uh, from uh, Josh Schmidt. Um. Coming up at uh, 6 o'clock tonight, it is Buffalo's Evening News with Mr. Tom Puckett. And then 7 o'clock tonight, live local talk continues with Pasquale Maggior. And Pasquale was one of the people who, over the weekend, volunteered to come in. He took an overnight early morning shift. I kid you not. And was so impressive. It was just great, and it was awesome because he was able to give a much-needed break to uh, Joe Beamer, myself, David Bellavia, Tim Wenger, and some of the other guys who who were here. So we're grateful, and Dick Bowerly, my brother, who uh, you know we've said this many times, but uh, Dick, 
lives a minute and a half from the radio station. It took him 45 minutes to get in. When he finally got in, I felt really bad that I didn't text him saying, don't even bother trying to come in, but I was busy on the air and I can't really text and talk at the same time. Um, so that did not happen, but he was one of the volunteers who came into the uh, radio station. By the way, uh, Dick on Friday night said he thought this storm, the blizzard of 22, was going to be worse than the blizzard of 77. In one tragic metric, it already is worse than the blizzard of 77, and that is the death toll. And I'm trying to figure out why the death toll was so high this time, higher than 77. And the best answer I can come up with is people had already experienced winter and they already had their heavy winter coats with them and were probably better able to to stand being stranded in a freezing car. Some of the people rescued were wearing T-shirts. I, I couldn't make this up if I wanted to. Let's go to Julie in uh, Pembroke on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Hello, friend. You're one I haven't talked to yet. <laughs> no, you're here on WBEN. Welcome. <laughs> I just wanted to call in. I was actually originally calling in to see if I could get email addresses for all of you guys. I had talked to Joe and did a couple follow-up calls with him, and then David I talked to the one day. Um, I had basically, along with a lot of other people, um, rode out the blizzard in my car out in Pembroke. And one of the things I was actually going to email about is something you just touched on while I was on hold. And there was somebody, one of the cars was an electric car. And they had a warm building they could go into here if need be. But I just, this whole push towards electric cars in New York State is definitely no good. I think everybody already realized that. Well, it's a push towards electric vehicles in the whole country, not just New York State. New York State wants to outlaw everything but electric appliances. That means furnaces for your home. And if you're replacing a natural gas furnace with an electric uh, furnace, you are going to pay through the nose. Now, it depends on your income. You might get tax subsidies so somebody else pays for it. Some people get them for free. I assure you, I'm not going to get a free one. I'll be socked. Right. No, I understand. I just wanted to point out the fact that anybody who was trying to ride out a blizzard in an electric car was pretty much out of luck, unless they were near a building that they could get into for warmth, because they didn't make it very long on the batteries, and then it took forever for a tow truck to get to them. Well, you know what? I, I think pretty much no matter what people were driving, they were at risk of being stuck. Um, I'm not a big fan of electric vehicles in this kind, of, this uh, type of a climate, at least not as a primary vehicle. I think if you have an electric in western New York, you should probably have a standby uh, gasoline-powered vehicle or maybe a hybrid makes uh, some sense to me. But uh, the electric appliance thing scares the heck out of me. Is that all you wanted to say, Jules? Well, that was it. But do you do you know of an email address that I can send an email into? I, I want to thank all of you again too. That was part of the email. Oh well, you know what? We we appreciate uh, we appreciate the the kind words. Um, uh, I think it's David at wben.com, Tom at wben.com. Um, and I'll, what I'll do is any email I receive from you, I will forward to Tim Wenger, who will then distribute it to the staff. How's that? Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But just so, just so you know, we'd prefer money, okay? <laughs> Send money. Well, you know what? And you deserve a lot more than an email, trust me. I'm kidding. I I'm had just... you guys on the Odyssey app. Nice. You save lives. Uh, I hope so. I hope so.
Thank you very much, uh, Julia. I, I, we appreciate uh, the kind words. I, I'm just kidding about the whole send money thing, okay? just That's just me being me. Uh, live local talk as our Blizzard of 22 coverage continues with uh, Pasquale Maggiore at 7 o'clock tonight on News Radio 930 WBEN. Always like Pasquale and... Uh, he did a. He just does a great job, man. A terrific job. Then again, he learned from the best. Let's go to uh, David Bellavia. Uh, let's go to uh, JD in Tonawanda. The JD, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hello, Tom. How are you doing? Terrific. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Well, uh, my wife and I drove through this blizzard. Well, most of the way, uh, for about 20 miles, anyways. And I'm listening to all the. And I've heard, listened to the finger pointing and the accusations flying uh, as to what could be done and this and that. I'll give you a quick uh, thing of how it started out for us. My wife and I were coming back from New Jersey on uh, Friday night. And uh, we're coming up to 390 and we're going to go into Batavia from the east there. And really, out on the 390, the uh, weather was, it was, wasn't bad. There was just very little snow. The wind was light as you get out of the valley there uh, and up onto the plateau and you're getting close to Batavia. The snow, you know, started piling up. We we get into Batavia. The streets haven't been plowed, but they're not. it's not that much snow. And I actually drove past my daughter's house. And I thought, ah, hell, we can make it home. Uh, we so from Batavia to Pembroke. Uh, was a no man's land, and that was getting into the heart of the blizzard. And imagine driving. So if you're in a plow truck or you're in a Honda Accord like we were, uh, you're driving along, you got this monstrous wind, and then all of a sudden your windshield goes white for three seconds. It's a, as if somebody threw a white blanket over your windshield, then it disappears, yep. and that goes on for the whole trip and i'm going 20 miles an hour tops maybe 15 and just trudging along through this snow on route five we get to pembroke uh there's cars stuck there's a couple trucks at the intersection and i thought well hey we can make it and uh we were heading for clarence we get into clarence which it was pretty nerve-wracking and again you know it's like it's getting worse as we go along and uh, Route 5 was not plowed in Clarence. And so, you know, we, we trudged through that, thinking we're going to make it. Uh, at least I keep praying we're going to make it. Uh, we get to Maine and Transit. And uh, I'd already passed two dozen stuck vehicles, at least, minimum. And they would get to Maine and Transit right by the Sunoco station. And I'll tell you what, I'm, look, I'm, you know, swearing under my breath. Why wasn't Transit Road plowed? Well, guess what? There's six cars stuck on the northbound side by that gas station. And I thought, well, a freaking plow couldn't get through there if he wanted to. Indeed. But, Sir, uh, I'm running out of time. Did you make it home without getting stuck? No. We got we got rescued by the main and Transit Fire Hall. God bless him. We stayed three days. and Yeah. I'm, I'm going to send him a donation. Well, I think they would certainly appreciate that. Thank you, J.D. I'm glad that you are safe and sound, and I hope you get your car back. 
Oh, we got it already. Thank oh, good, good. Yeah, thank you. Actually, uh, Main and Transit was one of the intersections that uh, Sheriff Garcia, who worked tirelessly during the storm, joined us on several occasions. David Bellavia had him on, I think, yesterday. Um, but uh, Main and Transit was a bear as far as stranded vehicles. And somebody posted a picture. I don't know who took the picture of Main and Transit, and, or I'm sorry, Maple and Transit, and it's one of the most incredible pictures I've ever seen. But I, I did. I don't know who did it because I had. To, I, I, I would like to post it, but I just don't know whose property it is. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.